Rest in peace to Chadwick Bozeman. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of the Code of Sisterhood podcast. I am your host, Erica Warren. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about standards. Ladies, I'm talking about setting standards and sticking to your standards, enforcing your standards. And yes, in particular, I'm talking about romantic relationships with men, with your in your dating life, in your um, romantic relationships, getting to know men. Ladies, it's so easy. I feel like we talk a big game about standards and what we will and will not tolerate and what our non-negotiables are, you know, and what we are looking for, you know, in a potential mate. But I find that once once an opportunity or a guy that we really like um, presents itself and becomes a reality in our life, it seems like a lot of those standards get flexible or they just go out the window altogether. And when I am talking about this, this subject, I am also including myself. I am still a work in progress, but I can say that I am light years from where I used to be from having (laughs) hardly any or zero standards to now I do have a concrete set of standards that I can see in my mind's eye, like I, they're, they're present in my conscience. I know what my standards are. Um, and I know when I'm operating in the dating world and when I'm getting to know men and connecting with men, I know exactly where my standards are, where my boundaries are, and I know when they have been crossed. Whereas in my past, I had no idea because I had no standards set. set I'm sorry. And I think that that period of time in your life when you're single and really getting in touch with yourself, getting to know yourself and finding out who you are, that's when real standards are set. If you're a person who um, does not like to be alone, you, you, you're afraid of your uh, season of singleness and you do whatever you can possible to make sure that when you get out of one relationship, you have another relationship on standby, then you probably don't have a strong set of standards opposed to someone who actually takes out the time to really get to know themselves so that they know when the next time they are in a relationship or in that dating situation, they know exactly where their standards are. They know when people are getting close to crossing them and they know exactly when those standards have been crossed or compromised. And so um, I just wanted to talk about how to be better and how to be more confident in sticking to those standards, you know, and I have been tested myself in, in, um, in recent years and even 
recent months, I have been um, tested with my standards because one of my big biggest standards out here dating now is that a guy has to actually be single for a year or longer. And I have been running into guys who are have been single less than that, single for maybe, you know, nine months, six months. And just recently, I was speaking to a guy who's only been single for about two months. But once I realized that once he um, gave me that information, I knew that my interest was was nowhere going nowhere with him, even though I continued a couple of more conversations because I didn't want to just be, you know, like, nope. but I knew in my heart, this is not going anywhere. I'm just going to be a little cordial and a little nice. But in the conversation, in the course of conversation, I did reiterate and let him know that, you know, I'm not really interested in pursuing anything further with you because I do have a uh, a rule that I don't date people who are recently broken up or divorced or whatever the case may be, because it's just, I know, I know for myself what the healing process is. I know for myself what the results of going out and getting involved in the dating world when you really, really have not given your time enough, yourself enough time to heal and to readjust to the single life. I know what that is. I've been on both sides of it. I've been the person who was getting out there too soon. And I have also been the person who um, has dated and accepted someone who was getting out there too soon. And it, and it never works out on both sides. Um, I knew immediately when I started getting out there in the dating world and that, you know, the guys I was getting involved with were wanting way more out of the situation than I was willing to give. I knew it was not fair for me to get somebody's feelings and emotions involved with me when I wasn't able to reciprocate that. And so I pulled myself out. I know what that is. We, we looked, you know, we, we look for comfort. We look to distract ourselves. We look to numb the pain and more times than not, that comes in the form of another person, another voice, another, uh, warm body um, to comfort us. And, and that's how we use people. And that's how we use each other, you know, to alleviate our own discomfort and our own pain. Um, once I realized that I make sure not to do that to other people. And I definitely protect myself from having it done to me. So if, if anyone that I come in contact with, if you've been single, um, less than a year and then even a year is still pushing it because you know everybody's process is different and and it just depends on what you're actually doing in that time you can be single for five years and still not dateable and still not 
emotionally available and still not ready for a relationship if you're not doing anything in that time to work on yourself and to heal yourself. So, but a good year is, is my starting point. And then I build from there. And then I, um, from the conversations and from, you know, their mindset and where they are and how they're talking and how they're conducting themselves, I will know from there if they are somebody who that, you know, I can let into my space and that I can see a connection with, you know, if, um, you know, if there's something there. So I just wanted to talk about ladies, how we relax our standards when we have something, when we're presented with somebody that has, they check off a few of our boxes, they check off most of our boxes, but there's still there's one or two things that we said from the beginning before we met this person, this is going to be my non-negotiable and I'm not going to settle for anything less than that. But then once somebody comes along and they have maybe five out of the seven things you say you can overlook the other two, you know, I can work with that because, you know, this might be, you know, a test of testing me to see if, you know, I'm being too strict or if my standards are too high, you know, and we always second guess ourselves. And then we always settle for less than what we started out saying that we wanted simply because, you know, we, we got lax and we were presented with something that looked good and looked close to what we say we wanted. And we start second guessing our standards and we start relaxing and we start saying, we start, you know, um, justifying why, you know, this is probably, this was probably what's been keeping me single all this time because I probably never will find this in a man anyway. And, and especially when you got other people in your ear telling you that girl, your standards too high if I was you. And this one thing I want to tell you all, whenever somebody gives you advice and they start out the sentence with, if I was you, you need to take that with a grain of salt because that's the operative word. If I was you, but they're not you. So whatever decisions you have to make, you have to live with the consequences, not them. They on the sidelines watching. So when somebody tells you, if I was you, I would do this or I would do that, you say, thank you. But the good thing about that is you are not me. And so this is my decision. This is what I'm going to do for me, what's right for me. And, you know, you got to stop letting people get in your ear and talk you down off of your standards and what you believe in for yourself. So you will be tested. I promise you, you will feel like you're so confident and strong in your standards while you're single. But soon, let me tell you what, as soon as some guy comes along and he's close about almost this close to everything you're looking for, but it's that one thing that you said you wasn't going to settle for and you end up talking yourself down and justifying why you should give it a try. When you get to that point, slap yourself upside the head 
and bring yourself back to reality and look yourself in the mirror and say, no, girl, we've done that too many times in the past. We're not doing that no more. We're not going to settle and we're not going to relax on our non-negotiables. Now, if it's something like a preference, something that's that doesn't really matter, it's just something that you want, but it's not something that you absolutely need to have a long-lasting, strong foundation in a relationship. If it's height or the way somebody dresses or the color of their skin or, you know, stuff like that, Man, that's that those shouldn't even be said as non-negotiables, but I'm talking non-negotiables, but I'm talking about concrete things like character, honesty, um, relationship with God, um, you know, cares about people, not selfish, um, you know, um, has integrity, you know, um, Things like that, concrete things that can really affect a relationship down the line. Um, you know, degree of of um, of being healed. You know, that's big. That's big to me. And reason why that's so big to me because that was a real big point of contention in all of my past relationships. I was attracted to, and I attracted. A bunch of men who were broken, unhealed, dysfunctional, toxic in their way of thinking. And the reason why I was attracting those kind of guys is because I was that type of person myself. Now that I'm at a point where I'm I'm so much better, um, I'm healed in so many areas. I'm still working on myself. I'm getting better. I see the error in my ways, I can't go backwards. I can't go backwards and I can't fall back into those old patterns and I can't relax my standards and I can't, you know, justify why I'm settling for something that I said I would never settle for. So that's why I wanted to do this episode. Ladies, set some standards. That's the easy part. Stick to those standards. That's the more difficult part. And you never, you're not going to know, um, you're not going to know how to enforce those standards until you're presented with a situation where you have a choice to make, a difficult choice. Don't ever think the choice is going to be easy. If the choice was easy, you wouldn't have a need for the standards. The standards are set there. So when you do get tested, it's going to let you know what's more important to you. Um, the The immediate gratification of this feels good right now. It looks good right now. It sounds good right now. I know it's not everything that I set out for myself, but maybe I can work with that. If that's more important to you, then no. I know what I have I know what I have set for myself. I know the vision that I have for myself and this does not fit it. It looks good, it sounds good. It can kind of it can kind of fit halfway in there, but it doesn't fit in there fully. So I'm not going to 
take up space with this. I'm going to just let this pass over. I'm going to let that keep going. And I'm going to wait for the thing that I'm really, really looking for. If you go ahead and put that in your mind and don't compromise on it, um, it creates a sense of confidence in yourself. It also creates a sense of, um, you know, pride that, you know, I stand for something. I stand for something and I stand on something and I can, um, I can be patient and I can make the sacrifice for the greater good, you know, and not for what looks good at the moment. Um, so that is the message that I have for you ladies out there. Set those standards and enforce those standards. And if you need an accountability partner, somebody who's going to slap you on the hand and say, eh, eh, that's not what we talked about. Then if you need that accountability partner, it's, it's a good, it's a good idea to, you know, have somebody on speed dial that you can call and, and just verbalize and, and run it, run it by them. Because a lot of times when we're operating from, uh, a, a weakness in our flesh or we're operating from, um, a weakness in our emotions, we need that listening ear who's going to be objective because they're not, they don't have any kind of emotional stake in the situation and they're going to be logical and they're going to say, now do that even sound like it makes sense once you say it out loud? So get you an accountability partner if you feel like you're weak in that area. Um, if you need a life coach, because a life coach is definitely going to keep you accountable. I am a life coach. I I coach women in several different areas. I do divorce coaching. I do life purpose coaching. I do dating coaching. And I also do self-love coaching. So if you think that you might want an accountability partner, a life coach, you can reach out to me on my website. It is www.coache dash lifecoaching.com that's www.coache dash lifecoaching.com and then check out my website and check out the services that I offer check out the sessions check out the prices and just um you know set up a discovery call with me I can do a 30 minute discovery call to see if life coaching is something that you would benefit from or you know what steps that you want to take in any kind of life goals that you want to achieve um and thank you so much for listening to this episode ladies so go out there set some standards and stick to them until next time <laughs>